Be good. <laughs> Hello there, friends and strangers. Thanks for tuning in to the Monkey Tooth Podcast. It's your friend, Andrew, and I'm here in uh, outside of Oaxaca with my little dog, Pele, my sweet wife, Tiffany. We just spent a week hanging out with my mom. It was a really good time. I feel so um, grateful for her visit and uh, encourage anybody who wants to come see us uh, while we're traveling to come out and uh, just take a flight, come see what we're doing. Anyhow, um, we're going to be in Oaxaca for a little bit. We might go take some more Spanish classes, uh, which we desperately need, and uh, enjoy this really cool area. So that's that. That's what we're up to. I'm going to get right to our episode today with our guest, Fernanda Reyes. Fernanda is a super cool lady who we met in San Miguel de Allende. Um, she runs this really cool little restaurant called 1010 PA. Um, we met up with her early morning before her shift. Uh, she was very gracious to like just let us pepper her with questions. She's a world traveler. Uh, she's an artist and just like a hard-working, sweet, interesting person who we were fortunate to make kind of friends with. And uh, we got to meet her little dog, El uh, Capitan, who was... Uh, present for the podcast and uh, makes himself known at one point. He and Pele were playing and you might hear him bark a couple little times, but he was totally cool. Um, yeah, we had a great time hanging out with her and I think you'll enjoy her. She's got a really great laugh. Uh, we put up some links to her Instagram page. She's a little private, so maybe she will accept your <laughs> request to see her stuff. Maybe she won't. I don't know. But uh, you can look at the restaurant. Um, I don't know, I really hope she does more of her art and puts it out there where more people can see it because she's a creative and interesting sort. Anyhow, uh, things are good. We're having a great time. We're very grateful for your support on Patreon. And if you're interested in supporting us, go to patreon.com forward slash monkey tooth podcast, I think. <laughs> or you can go to mtp.dog and there are links there where you can uh, support us if you like. Or you can just send us... An email tell us what you think of the show you can write a review on itunes which is really helpful or you can just listen and not worry about it uh and either way we're just glad you're there i hope things are going well for you and uh i don't know tiff you got anything you want to say good times all right <laughs> nice work tiff <laughs> okay well uh thank you until next time Bye-bye. Uh, enjoy this episode with Fernanda Reyes. Love you. Fernanda. Hola. Very nice to be with you here in your restaurant. I said to you the other day, like, I really like Mexico. I really love Mexican food. I like music that has like uh, accordions and tubas. It's great, but like to come in here to your restaurant and eat a hamburger and French fries and like, <laughs> listen to you singing along with the Pixies was fucking fantastic. So, uh, so thank you very much for your hospitality and your cool thank restaurant. You. Uh, I've got a bunch of questions for you because you uh, I can already 
tell. Uh, you've been a lot of places. You've you've lived maybe a bunch of lives. Is it rude in uh, in this culture to ask how old you are? I'm not well in the culture. It is, I guess, okay. <laughs> but I don't care. But to for say you, my you don't give a shit. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 39. You're 39. Yep. Oh my God. We're the uh, yeah. You're the same age. Same age. Yeah. You look. Um, I mean, younger than us. No offense, no. Tiffany. <laughs> 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 Well, so cheers to both of you for aging well. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so we're with you here in San Miguel de Allende. You're not from here originally. No, I born in Mexico City, but uh, I moved here with my mom and my uncle. Actually, this restaurant was my uncle. Oh, cool. So, um, uh, yep, I moved here like maybe... 15, 20 years ago. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is it still your uncle's restaurant? Still my uncle's restaurant, but he passed away last oh. year. Oh, man, I'm sorry to hear so, that. Yeah. So my cousins live in the city, and I help manage the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you definitely felt in charge the other day, everybody. Uh, I love this place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can tell the customers really like you. Like, we sat next to a table full of gringos. Oh, the regular. Uh, yeah, they're like, oh, <laughs> Like you sat down with them, we're hanging out. That was really cool. Yeah, I really like those guys. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. So you've been here for almost 20 years, but you've lived uh, in Canada, right? That's where you learned to speak English? Yeah, on and off. I was there for 13 years, more or less. I uh, moved there because I went to an ashram to do yoga and meditation. And, um, and then I just like Nelson busy very yeah. much yeah. So, so I met friends and I met um, um, someone and so I stayed there yeah. for 13 years 13 years yep. how old were you when you moved 24 wow that's really cool 24 and um, yeah I met really cool people there Nelson is very different I, I mm-hmm. think like if I go to another place of Canada I wouldn't pr- probably stay there but <laughs> Nelson was full of cool people and artists and a bunch of growers yeah. can I say that? yeah yeah ah. we, we, can, we can talk about marijuana it's okay. fine <laughs> talking about marijuana growers it's, it's a perfectly uh, yeah no one if anyone listens to this podcast and is upset with people smoking weed feel free to turn this podcast <laughs> off right away uh, no it um, so you you went there specifically to go to the ashram. I went to the ashram and I stayed there for like six months, mm. and it was good. I just it was great while I was there. That's the only thing I can say. Yeah, time, there's always <laughs> and it time was to time to go. Yeah, <laughs> until it wasn't. Totally, <laughs> everything's cool until it isn't. Yes. Yeah, that's a that's a universal cross cultures, uh, and. Did you, were you a big traveler before that? Did you always have like kind of the travel bug in you or? Yeah, with my mom and I, we moved a lot. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't really stay in Mexico City much. We traveled uh, Costa Rica and then we traveled to, uh, well, between Mexico and like Mexico City. She liked to move a lot. But then when I moved here to San Miguel, when I was 16 years old or 17, I traveled south with a friend. We bought a little van and then we start traveling. We were really young, so um, a bunch of learning traveling by yourself <laughs> that age. But uh, It still happens at 40, <laughs> I promise you. Still, it doesn't get any better. But yeah, we went all the way to Guatemala, 
and we uh, we did a bunch of uh, jewelry and, and sell it on the markets and went to Chiapas and Oaxaca and and we just stay just really hippie way we were very broke we just have a, a van and and sell stuff and and then I decided to move back here to San Miguel and I started to teach English to kids oh that's great so I, I was a, a Montessori teacher for like three or four years did you learn where did you learn that that Montessori I started actually as a helper mm-hmm. in a school in a Montessori school and I started getting my training there during the year so I um, I don't know I don't get a I didn't got a paper but I was like right. a teacher yeah I don't know this is Mexico yeah <laughs> yeah yeah just more <laughs> relajado más relajado sí 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 <laughs> and um, and yeah I always like kids, so yeah. I did that for a long time until I decided to go to Canada for the ashram. The ashram. Aha. Uh-huh. And so you, when you went to Canada, is that, you know, I know you said you went to Asia. Did you go from Canada to Asia? Like, where, how did you end up in Asia? Was it part of the yoga thing, the Buddhist thing? What took you to Asia? No, it was pure traveling, but um, so I separated from my boyfriend. Or my ex-husband, oh. <laughs> and I decided to get a, uh, take a trip by myself somewhere. Yeah. So I went to Asia, and, and then when I got there, I was like, "What I just done?" <laughs> All the way there. I stayed eight months over there. Eight months? Yeah. Just traveling many countries? I met, uh, when I went to this island, and I stayed there like four months doing like yoga and um, fasting, and then I did a lot of partying there because there was (laughs) really good music and DJs, (laughs) and then I just stayed there for like four months. I make a living there. What island? Um, Copenhagen. Copenhagen. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Have you been back since, or no? No, I haven't been back. It's like a nice little memory. Just keep it. It's probably full of gringos at this point. It has a lot of everything. It was good and it was bad and it was challenging. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to travel alone because you have to keep meeting people if you want. Mm-hmm. If not, it can be a little boring. Mm-hmm. But um, to my point of view, eight months was a long time. Yeah. How long were you married myself. before that? Nine years. Nine years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a, that's a, I think it's a great move, you know, to <laughs> leave, to transition from something like that, being married for nine years to just, I'm going to go travel by myself yeah. in Asia yeah. of all places. Yeah. That's great. So Asia was good. I mean, I, I met a lot of cool people and got a good experiences, but also bad experiences, you know, like just the things of traveling alone. Mm-hmm. 
But um, yeah, I, I then I came back to Canada to work more. Because I usually like work for the seasons of marijuana seasons. So mm -hmm. I make my money and then I travel. Yeah. And that's smart. That's how I do it. Now you've worked in marijuana in a lot of different capacities. I imagine. I think the last you were managing uh, properties or managing the grow operations and, and that. But have you been involved in the actual like horticultural aspect of it? Like in when I was in Canada and it was still illegal, we did like everything. My ex and I, we did um, just the, from the cloning to the being the middleman and driving. <laughs> wow. Um, so everything, yeah, yeah everything, everything, That's from really babies cool. to, <laughs> yeah, plants to the middlemen, to little baggies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I moved to California to work there, but I guess the industry is where it's just changing a lot. Yeah. yeah and I mean, I used to work in really cool trim places, but now I guess the money's less. Mm -hmm. And then the last one I was, I wasn't treated very good. So it was really? just not a very good experience for me. And I think it's just because the industry is just changing a lot and there's a lot of bad branch around. Yeah. <laughs> so That's too bad. That's, that's a bummer to hear that, that legalization took all the fun out of it. Yeah. But it had its time, I guess. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, what's the scene here in Mexico or Mexico? I apologize. They are working on it to legalize it, but mm. it's going to be a big, it's going to take some time. Yeah. Like, because even they legalize it, they want to do, buy it from America or right. Canada. So that's not, or import to America and Canada. So like even the loss of growing is not going to be like easy. Easy. Or, or create opportunity for for local people. I mean, if you're going to be importing, there's pasta. already people like working on on like there's a bunch of people actually working on yeah. on like products of marijuana here, like you know like CBD and sure. and it's kind of under the table, but mm -hmm. you can find a bunch of people, especially in Mexico City, that like is using the culture of growing marijuana properly. Yeah. Well, we see cool. that that native. Uh, product i forget it's like the peyote weed bomb oh the witchol yeah yeah we see that everywhere i don't know yeah <laughs> that you've got some on right now I got <laughs> so i guess it works so, yeah yeah nice. well, peyotes yeah you should guys go to the desert actually <laughs> yeah we're very uh well there's so many places we want to go we yeah. want to get all your recommendations oh, but that's cool no the um <laughs> When I think about the marijuana industry, I see, um, I mean, it's farmers. It's, it is. It's farmers. It's like a, it's a product like hops that they grow for beer, wheat. It's a thing that it has a really old history, particularly in, in Mexico. I mean, there's, yeah. I mean, in that song, La Cucaracha, they sing about marijuana. <laughs> you know, it's like, a, it's an old <laughs> thing. You know? It's not like some new thing that's just popped up. I yep. mean, it's been around in the culture for a long time for, uh, uh, spiritual purposes as well as just having a good time you know, recreational are, yeah do you have a connection with that sort of thing like the the cultural significance of marijuana in Mexico not really like my grandmother used to like put marijuana in 
alcohol and isol and, and when you have like a pain she will always put you that on, <laughs> on your pain on your ankle or whatever wow. but uh, in here it's always for me when I started smoking it was recreational but every time more and more that I work in the industry I believe a lot that it's the purpose more medicinal sure. you know and learn all the kinds of weeds and all the kinds yeah. of properties that it has and so I really like the medicinal part of the marijuana to me uh, I mean as someone who doesn't really have a job and is just wandering around the the world with nothing particular to do I think recreation is medicine you know I mean like having a good time is just as medicinal as like taking some sort of pill or it's like a you know it's a balm against life just fucking you over and and just concentrating on work and being yes so cheers to having uh recreation (laughs) be part of your medicine (laughs) so uh you are um you are from mexico but you're spanish uh mexicano like your last name is reyes yeah so do you have uh native blood at all are you my i know that my grandmother mom is from italy okay but i really don't know much of my background actually because my family didn't talk much about it <laughs> and from my dad's side my mom my grandmother is from Spain from Spain yeah. okay mm-hmm. yeah it's such an interesting mix of people in Mexico a lot of them so many different and like it's funny because even like people with clear eyes or like me you know like yeah. they they get in school I was like in problems you know like really by dark skin like I don't know how you call it it's not it's classism or yeah yeah or just I mean people being stupid they're just assholes but yeah yeah like because I have green eyes you know like that happened a lot in here yeah if, between Mexicans and the, the thing is if if we'd met you and didn't if we met you not in Mexico I wouldn't initially think oh this is a woman from Mexico like I'd, we were talking about it, like she looks a little maybe Italian or just Spanish. So <laughs> nailed it. Both. <laughs> Both. Yeah. But it's funny. I, like the we've met people, um, you know, of all all over the spectrum from like super super Indio, like you know the very uh, Indian features, like the nose mm-hmm. and like the height and everything, to like really tall people, and it's just the blend. I think eventually it's just not going to matter. We're all going to be some sort of like mauve kind of person you know, mud. Like, yeah yeah mud <laughs> colored beautiful humans and the colors will we matter are. less and less but so you caught shit for looking like kind of a white girl here when you were a kid yeah <laughs> in mexico city that, in mexico city yeah wow. i went to way too many schools yeah <laughs> my mom changed me many schools what did, what did your mom do my mom uh she's retired right now mm-hmm. yeah what was her profession before though many things teacher. a teacher mm-hmm. very cool so yeah, it's in the she blood. was a teacher for many years yeah. yeah was was your dad part of your life or you no no never did never mm. did did you know anything about him or, or a little bit, a little bit? Yeah. yeah yeah what but did he do um who knows no not much <laughs> no let's focus on mom mom no. sounds like <laughs> no neither one they sound like i mean they've it's one thing I know it's, it might be weird to like just bring up your parents but like the influence of parents whether good or bad like whether they were awesome parents that just did everything right and made you whatever or just fucked up constantly 
whatever they did, you're here now. And they're they're they a great example of what I don't want to be. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. Like, I think that's a as a teacher, that's something that um, that you don't necessarily uh, get the opportunity to do as a teacher to tell someone what not to do. That's like your your parents, uh, by example, can show you what not to do, or maybe you've got a fucked up uncle or something that, you know, yeah. okay, I don't want to be like that guy, you know? Yeah. So you learned those type of lessons from family. Yeah, I've been learning, you know, like, um, I guess my mom has some alcohol problems, so so right now I've been, like, sober. Yeah. And um, it's been very good for me right now, being sober. I've been taking a break from old drugs and all all stuff that I used to do so so I guess I didn't want to mirror my mom yeah so. you're aware of yourself and I mean, to, like we said treating uh, rec- recreation like medicine if you take too much medicine you're not helping yourself you no know? if you take too much recreation you're not helping yourself no and that's that's cool that you're doing that in the bar business because that's not easy I, yes I, I quit drinking uh, when I was working in bars and um Suddenly, you see everything differently. <laughs> totally changes. Like the behavior of all the people that you're with, you're like, oh my God, yes. I've been that loud asshole. <laughs> oh, obnoxious. I've been that obnoxious. <laughs> but for me, it's like now, like I have like my, my, uh, how you call them, my, my clients, and I'm always like, drink more. Wait, you want another drink? Like, <laughs> I don't know why I want to see them drunk. <laughs> It's yeah. kind of like <laughs> better you than me. Yeah. You drink it. The more you drink, the less there another is. Another one. <laughs> you look like you need another one. <laughs> You're still standing. Let's get you another cocktail. forget the name of this restaurant. The name is Ten Ten Pie. Ten Ten Pie. What's, what's the significance behind that name? Pele. Capitan. It, uh, it means a snack. Like, but Pie means food, so it's okay, to gotcha. have you on your food. I gotcha, gotcha. And my uncle opened this restaurant and another in, in Central. The food is fantastic. I like, thank you. Yeah, it's really good. I, I don't ever eat hamburgers and french fries. Like back in California or whatever it's like a very maybe once a year I'm getting like a french fry but this thing had like artichokes on it and it was like super fancy yes really nice bread it was not much like a hamburger just like a other kind of sandwich but yeah it was, no it's good it was really cool sorry to just take a tangent on food <laughs> you're I've, hungry I haven't had breakfast <laughs> mucho hambre so you're teaching English to kids still occasionally or do you have a tutor or not anymore no, no. I, I, when I moved to Canada, I wanted to carry on, <clears throat> but for Canada standards, I have to go to school, right, and it was right. six years, and by then I didn't even have papers or money. Right. Um, so they uh, they kicked me out of the ashram because. <laughs> yes. Now we're getting into some real shit. I don't think they were as spiritual as they think. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's often the case. I fell down from a roof, and I was doing a 
karma yoga and and that time so it was my first winter in canada and i i fell down from my roof and and they pretty much kicked me out because i was like taking space for other people there so that was not very nice for them <laughs> you were injured and they like just i was injured they said it's time for you to go and with no medical insurance so i had no money <laughs> i spent all my money in the medical so i wanted to work there but um I'm stubborn, so I didn't want to come back to Mexico because things were kind of shitty, you know? Like, I yeah. didn't have money, and I just, like, had a big injury, and so I cannot stay working in a hostel for a room yeah. for a long time. Well, like, more than half a year. Um, and then I got a job as a babysitter, and then I was the manager of the hostel because I'm a good worker. Yeah. <laughs> and I was very consistent, so I guess I stay there. So, yeah, that's how things got better for me. Yeah. But I appreciate the ashram because I really learned how to connect with myself, and you know, it had really good things. Yeah, and it sounds like you learned again what not to do. Yes, I'm not talking <laughs> shit about the ashram. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> totally, you can talk shit about the ashram, but I, I don't feel like you're talking shit about it. I think you had a real experience, and it's. <laughs> totally normal to be like oh they kicked me out for being hurt for, cool. yeah it wasn't very cool not very cool <laughs> no. uh, where did you learn to be like a good worker where did your ethic for hard work come from your uncles or your family or well my mom is a really hard worker she's always been working hard but I started working since I'm 16 because I live by myself since I'm 16 oh really yep so I always work on whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how many different jobs have you had? So many. Yeah. Like, I was. I really like one job that I was a glass sculpture assistant That's here cool. in San Miguel. I love that one. It was really good. Um, like stained glass or, no, or melted glass oh. with like the big um, yeah, spoons yeah. and pouring glass and on sand and I really like that one and That's the cool. artists let me do stuff sometimes so that was good I like to do art a lot what do you like to work with? I like embroidery yeah a lot um, I like um, airbrushing mm-hmm. so I, I don't have much time lately for doing my art but embroidery I do yeah it's like a, you can do it while you're while I'm reading or yeah. listening to things did you um do you still make jewelry ever, or? No. No? That no. was just for traveling, just to... Yeah, and it was just, it. like, camp little things. Probably, like, this <laughs> bracelet somebody gave me. <laughs> stuff like, like this. <laughs> 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 we, <laughs> Tiffany uh, got got a ring when we were in uh, Guadalajara, and the guy who gave her the ring, uh, he gave me this. He's like, here, a little gift, and he, like gave me this thing I, I can't remember I don't never wear any jewelry or bracelets <laughs> but I have this like super hippie little bracelet super cute <laughs> with so, a marble <laughs> yeah a little it's basically a marble in it yeah um, so uh, sorry I was asking you about jobs so you have many many jobs which I, I very much appreciate I've had a lot of jobs uh, yeah. have you had a lot of old friends like people who are much older than you that you've found like okay you're my friend do you do, tend to do that in your life like older than my age Mm -hmm. yes yeah you seem like the kind of person who's had a lot of older friends yes when did that start in your life like I have friends of my age right right sure well now that I'm not 
partying anymore. I have many friends like that. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. Just, I mean, probably, it just seems to me like you've you got kind of a, a wiser, older sort of um, way of getting along that is informed probably by hanging out with older people who you've who have learned a lot of lessons and you can talk to them and like did you like i mean i guess you spent a lot of time around your uncles and your mom and stuff when you were a kid like what i don't know what makes you want to be friends with older people i like them i i i think they're funny Mm -hmm. (laughs) like the table that i have over here that i there i love to see them with them because they have so many stories and They were badass, <laughs> so <laughs> I really like to hear to their stories, mm-hmm. and I don't know, we just shoot the shit yeah. around, and yeah. I have a similar thing. Uh, I'm, maybe I'm just like projecting shit on you, but like I, I've had a lot of old friends. Like my, when I was 12, my best friend was 72, <laughs> and I loved that guy. He was like you said, he's full of stories interesting he got on most people's nerves because he talked constantly i thought it was great and one thing i really like about hanging out with older people uh is they like my opinion doesn't really matter so i'm like not burdened with like thinking my opinion is important i'm here i'm there to learn and listen i'll share stories but for the most part it's like i just want to i want to learn from that person i don't have to feel like i got to tell them something or that my opinion means anything <laughs> yeah no I, I there's one in particular that I really like I call him uncle and That's cool. he's very sweet um, they have a lot of stories and yeah they were very crazy cats those they always come and they still party here yeah quite a, I can, <laughs> at their age I can <laughs> tell <laughs> It's, I think that's probably why a lot of people come down to Mexico because it's just it is relajado here. And you just you can just have a cocktail in the middle of the day. You're retired. You know you've played some Especially golf. Especially San Miguel. Well, San Miguel is a town for retirement for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Lots of people comes to retire, especially and also to to die. <laughs> yeah. It's a die destination for all people. They decide to come and have their last days here. So, Cheers to last days. And I hope these are not our last days. No, but, no, you know, no, no. You never know. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I mean, if, you know, we end up croaking. <laughs> I, I sprained my ankle in this town. It's, I'm getting close. Go to the hot springs first. Go to the hot springs. <laughs> then die. Hot springs. Then you die. can die. Got our itinerary for the day. No problem. Um, what else? Well, speaking of stories, I kind of want to hear some of your stories. Do you mind? Um, you were saying you had some good times and some bad times in Asia. Yep. Do you got a good bad time story? A good bad time story? Uh-huh. Woke up this morning, <laughs> feeling low. Where my loved one used to live, she ain't there no more. Poor me. Why such bad luck fall on me? Poor me. I'm living in misery. What I'm gonna do is hard to tell. They often, from my experience, involve like poop. Like you just suddenly have to poop really bad. You're on a train or something. There's nowhere to go. Do you, have, you don't have to tell. Oh them yeah, those I, I had a poop story. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I knew it. It's not very good though. <laughs> it's fine. You don't have to tell a poop story if you don't want to. 
Well, I got um, how you call them mosquito dengue fever. Oh, shit! <laughs> wow. <clears throat> but that was uh, at the end of my trip, when I had no money anymore. At the beginning, I was like rolling and like getting like the best hotels and everything. <laughs> but at the end, I was homeless, sleeping on the sand and like burying my my backpack <laughs> on the sand. Oh man! Because I had like this ticket to go, but um. Um, my money finished first. So anyway, I was like, I can go to Canada where still winter, or I can live in the beach in Thailand and just <laughs> eat, fish. eat fruit yeah. and fish and be Mowgli for <laughs> a month. <laughs> <laughs> so I was on Chiang Mai at the time, and I was uh, going back to Bangkok to take my plane, and I had a few days in Bangkok, but on the on the train from Chiang Mai, I guess in Chiang Mai I got uh, bite by the mosquito dengue. And I had uh, just the worst train ride because it was the cheapest <laughs> train. And it's like a day and a half on a Oh road. my God. <laughs> so I got sick on the train and that was not good. No. <laughs> it was a bad story. I guess um, all the Thailand people and all the tourists, they were there. I was living in the bathroom of the train for, oh, no. <laughs> for a day and a half. What, is, what are the symptoms of dengue? It's fever, it's diarrhea and vomit at the same time. And just very high fever, like hallucinations and it's a little dangerous. Yeah. Was there but there's nothing you can take. Yeah, you just gotta try to keep fluid in you if you can. Just fluids and so the bathroom in the Thai train there's no like you can just see the street like it's just, right. going, <laughs> it's a, just hole. a hole yeah so i was just like living there for a day and a half <laughs> oh my god was there anyone able to help you at all or not really you can there's nothing you can do nothing you can do just i guess i just have my own cabin in the bathroom they know when it's just that bathroom <laughs> but oh, um man. Yeah, I guess that's one of my stories. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good bad story. <laughs> good bad story. Do you have like a highlight from the trip? Is there like something you remember that was just like that all the stars aligned and things were great? Mm. One of the reasons I went there, I went to see the White Temple. And the White Temple is in Chiang Mai, I think. It's in Chiang Mai as, as well. Um... And that was one of my highlights because I really, really wanted to go see that temple. And it's really creepy and it's really like, it's just like, oh, um, I don't know if there's a photo somewhere, but um, it's just a creepy temple with hands, an ocean of hands and mirrors, little, it's just made with tiny little mirrors everywhere. And it's just all white. So it's just like your eyes get like, I don't know how is the word in English, but... Dilated. Dilated. Pupils dilated. Yes, you cannot really see very well if it's sunny there. Um, that was one of my highlights. Music was really good. I met really good DJs. Um, just that, I guess. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. That's a good memory. Like it just, I can almost picture it, like this crisp, white, weirdly mirrored creepy place that made you happy yeah no it was really cool that one <laughs> yeah yes i love that so what in your embroidery what kind of stuff are you making i've been making lots of cactus mm -hmm. but i want to take it into 
a bigger project, more like craft. I want to do like um, big frames and with crinoline. Crinoline? I don't know what crinoline is. It's a fabric that uh-huh. has holes, bigger holes. So you can... Um, makes your dresses really puffy. Oh, I see. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I know what you mean. You know what you mean? I do. Okay. I do. So this fabric, I wanna, I wanna do more art with embroidery. Take it into another, like level instead of doing yeah. just little embroideries. But I do cactus and I do crystals and I do, I just give them away. You give them away. <laughs> Are they like, like a print or in a in a frame or is it like a? They're in a. I don't know how you call it in English, the circular thing. Where yeah, you yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you call that either. Like a wooden frame that's wooden in a circle frame. with a yep. canvas thing and you stitch through yes. and make it think, yeah, yeah. Yes, but I draw my own things. That's great. So you draw it on there and then... Yep. And then I then do stitch the stitching. That's yep. cool. Multicolored type yes, of stuff. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's the thing here. I, I, there's two things I think uh, I really appreciate about Mexican art. Um, one, it's there's so much vibrant, crazy, intense Colorful. use of color. But the tattoo artists are amazing at just using black yes. and shading. Right. So like these See. two things are just so badass and so perfect. Like this incredible use of color and then use of almost, you know, Nothing. very little color. See. Just like your own skin and like See. You know, the amount. Yeah, it's really cool. See, but people that have tattoos here, they don't have much color in their ink, eh? It's yeah. Just it's good black. shading, which See. is, I mean, that's a skill. That's not easy to do. I've, I've met lots of tattoo artists who are like, man, they're, they admire like people in prisons and, and like really good, like uh, Mexican street art, and particularly from Mexico City. Like there's some really incredible shading that people yes. do there. Looking forward to going. So sorry to keep, <laughs> I'm, I've had a little bit too much coffee. I'm going on these weird <laughs> tangents. I know you've got to like work here in a little bit. It's like 1030. It's 1030? It's almost. almost. It's like 10 till 1030. But um, before before we let you go, I want to ask you a couple more things. Do you have any other tra- travel plans in the future? Or are you just right now kind of focused on working? Or I have travel future plans. Yes, Good. I do. I don't know where. But for now, I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to stay in San Miguel for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I have troubles going back to California this time because I got caught working, so I don't think I can go to the states for a little bit. You got you got busted? No busted, but oh. <laughs> last year I was going every two months, so um, they find out that I was working mm-hmm. somehow. But I deny everything. But I'm scared now to go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna take a little break. Um, so I'm planning to stay here and help out with my with this restaurant with my cousins because mm-hmm. they don't live in the they don't live in here. So I want them to help, and I really like this restaurant yeah. so much, so much. I have a lot of love for this place, and I just met someone, so yeah. we're just kind of figuring out. But he's from Michigan. Michigan. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's where my dad's from. Oh, really? Or was from? Yeah. So we are, uh, he's working here, uh, he, he's a nurse, people with dementia and stuff, so. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Sounds like an interesting character. He's very interesting. Yeah, sorry we didn't get to meet him. <laughs> yeah, he's funny. Yeah. 
he gets to play all day in his work. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine hanging out with people with dementia. Yeah, yeah. Interesting challenge, like sort of like hanging out with children, but... Yeah, he's playing Legos and doing t-shirts and like just... Sounds great. Wearing cowboy hats all day, just sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> I like his job. <laughs> yeah, it sounds pretty fun. Yeah. All right, so you, the last thing I want to get from you, you've traveled very much through your own country, which I, I appreciate. A lot of people, um, they yeah. have these romantic notions of travel, so they leave the country they're in to explore no. other places. You've explored Mexico really well. I explored Mexico. Is there anywhere that like people should absolutely go see? Maybe people who live in a van and have a little dog. <laughs> yes, they're... Um, the beach on Oaxaca are very pretty. Yeah. Cipolite, mm, not that much. Okay. But um, if you're gonna go driving all the way there, but you're going direct. It's a whole driving. <laughs> it's a lot <of> driving. <laughs> Chacawa. 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 Masunte is really beautiful. Where's that? Masunte is next to. Cipolite. Okay. And it has a place called Punta Cometa, which is like a corner on the Pacific oh, cool. where you can see the sunset. And it's just like you can, it's just the ocean. And next to it is Chacawa, the okay. beach that you only can arrive there by boat. Oh, cool. So you can like leave your van and go for a few days with your dog there because it's just really, really simple there and not much people and it's just really really nice yeah mm -hmm. have you experienced um like the dangerous side of traveling in mexico like we're we're constantly warned of danger which is real i mean there's there it is, is danger. real but have you experienced any of it personally or as a traveler in mexico no i think i always been been okay you know yeah but when i was younger and i travel i I think I guess I took less care of myself, you know, like I was like, that doesn't happen to me. When you're younger, you just think that... <laughs> it can't happen to me. That, that happens happened to me, you know, but uh, um, I guess be aware always, but like, you know, mostly you're going to find out cool people and yeah. nice people, you know. It's mostly the war between cartels, what is going on and... Yeah. It's not against the tourists, never, you know, it's just yeah. the cartel war and if it happens that you're around, well, that's, that's another story, but, yeah. but it's, it's nothing with, against tourism, never, or, or people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we like your town, we like your restaurant, we like you, we like uh, Capitan, your dog. Capitan! <laughs> we'll get a, I really want to get a picture of you two together, if you don't mind, because uh, your dog is okay. just uh, hilarious. And getting along with Pele really well, <laughs> which is not always Pele's. He gets along better with people than he does with dogs. So it's good to see them getting along. But uh, thank you so much for your time and for telling us your story. Thank you so much. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully we'll get a chance to hang out uh, at some point somewhere. You never know. If you travel throughout Mexico, uh, Central or South America in the next year or two. Maybe we'll see it. <laughs> okay, so maybe you guys come back too. Yeah, I'd like to. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Fernanda. Thank uh, you so uh, much. Adios. Adios. Oh, wait, wait. Would you like to uh, say anything in Espanol to your friends or family? Ah, sí. Um, to my sister, Maria Jose. 
Hermana, te quiero mucho. I love you. Galileo, Galileo, Galileo. 